Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Now, when it comes to who's the legendary diva, you have to mention the name Nell Carter. Nell Carter, a super talent. She was blessed with a big voice for singing and never took vocal lessons. She had a strong stage presence for Broadway musical plays, a comedian, actress, she was just an all-around versatile star. Now, Nell Carter's birth name is Nell Ruth Hardy, born September 13, 1948 in Birmingham, Alabama. Now, she was the fifth of nine kids from her parents, Horace and Edna Mae Hardy. At the age of two years old, she witnessed the death of her father when he was killed from being electrocuted after stepping on a live power line in a field next to their house. Growing up, Nell loved all types of music from jazz to rock and roll like Diane Washington, Doris Day, B.B. King, and Elvis Presley. Now, she began singing in her church choir and performed with gospel groups as well, appearing on a local radio show called The Y Teens. During that time, she also saw a lot of racism growing up and was close friends and classmates with the four girls that died when a bomb planted by a white racist group exploded in the church. Spike Lee did a movie about that church bombing in 1997 called Four Little Girls. Y'all should definitely check that out. It was a good movie. By the age 15, Nell started singing with a group called the Renaissance Assemble at coffee houses and gay bars. But one night, after performing with her group at the club, she got a ride back with a guy she knew, and he raped her at gunpoint. Now, after telling her mother and the ministers at church what happened, her mother started calling her names and said that it was her fault that she got raped. Only 16 years old at the time, she found out she was pregnant later from that rape and tried to raise the baby on her own, but found it was just too hard to raise a child at the time. Her oldest sister ended up taking her daughter and raising her, cause she already had kids in her family. Now, after graduating from high school, 
She moved from Alabama to New York City to study acting, changing her last name to Carter. And to make money, she began to sing in nightclubs throughout the city. In 1971, her first Broadway play debut came in the musical called Soon with now famous actor Richard Gere. She also played in the play Jesus Christ Superstar in 1973, but her biggest role came from the Broadway play called Ain't Misbehavin', which won her the 1978 Tony Award for Best Performance by a Feature Actress in a Musical and won an Emmy Award in 1982 for the television version of the show. Now making a buzz in the industry, more roles will come her way like the movie Hair, the soap opera Ryan's Hope where she played Ethel Green in 11 episodes, and many more other roles came. Also around that time, Nell Carter did cocaine for the first time that night. She won that Tony Award. She said she was hooked the moment she tried it, and all the famous entertainers were doing it back then, snorting and getting high. Another Broadway play Nell was supposed to play was Effie White in the musical Dream Girls with Cheryl Lee Ralph and Loretta Devine about the Motown group The Supremes. But the play never happened after Nell decided to appear in the soap opera Ryan's Hope and they replaced her with Jennifer Holliday. In 1981, that's when Nell landed her biggest role of her career in the comedy sitcom Give Me a Break in which she played a housekeeper for a widow police chief and his three daughters. Now, the show was a hit and earned her Emmy nominations in 1982 and 1983 and Global Globe nominations in 1983 and 1985. I mean, people loved the show. Even celebrities appeared on the show like Pat Sajak from Wheel of Fortune, Whitney Houston, Ray Parker Jr., Andy Gibb, Sammy Davis Jr., and many more. But in 1982, she married mathematician and lumber executive George Kroninik, a Jewish rich businessman from Australia, and she also converted to Judaism at the time. Now, Nell Carter said on the night of her wedding, she was having second thoughts about marriage and ended up throwing up all night from drinking too much alcohol and eating caviar. Plus, she had bronchitis. But see, during that time, though, Nell was out of control with her drug problem, though. Even though she was making about $50,000 a week from the show, she would buy up to $2,000 worth of cocaine a day, drinking and doing coke all night till about 3 a.m. every day. I mean, it got so bad to the point that she wouldn't even show up to the set. And one time, staff had to break into her house where they found her on the floor unconscious and they sent her to rehab for weeks to clean up. But she just couldn't stay away from the drugs and continued going in and out of rehab. She also started gaining a lot of weight from the drugs and drinking, which was making her feel depressed, causing her to overeat. By 1983, the show Give Me Your Break was hot on the ratings, but Nell was dealing with a lot of demons at the time and ended up getting separated from her husband that year. Feeling suicidal, Nell ended up taking a whole bottle of sleeping pills with a bottle of wine before going to see her friend, Liza Minnelli, perform in London. When Liza Minnelli seen her, she made arrangements to put Nell in rehab ASAP. After that rehab, Nell came out sober and had lost over 90 pounds. She didn't do drugs anymore, but she did gain a lot of her weight back. And by that time, NBC had new shows on the network that was taken off like The Cosby Show, 
cheers, and family ties. The ratings for Give Me Your Break were declining, so they wanted to add new cast members like Rosie O'Donnell, who played Maggie O'Brien in 11 episodes. Now, it was reported that Rosie O'Donnell and Nell Carter didn't get along because Nell felt Rosie O'Donnell was hogging scenes and taking the focus off her. In 1987, NBC pulled the plug on the show Give Me a Break after six seasons, so Nell went back to the nightclubs with a five-month national tour with comedian Joan Rivers. Two years later, after the show was canceled, her brother, who she was very close to, died from AIDS, which hurt her real bad. But after that, her and her husband, who was separated at the time, decided to get back together because they wanted a child. But she ended up having three miscarriages, and in frustration, she blamed her husband, which led to them finalizing their divorce. Realizing she couldn't have kids, she decided to adopt two baby boys. And six months later, after her divorce from her first husband, Nell got married again to a record producer named Roger LaRock. But a year later, they ended up getting divorced. Plus, her grandmother who raised her back in her hometown passed away. Now, everything that was going on in her life at that time was taking a toll on her, and she started getting a lot of headaches that was so bad it would make her cry. After checking into the hospital, she found out that she needed to have surgery for two brain aneurysms, and she also suffered from type 2 diabetes because at the time she was weighing over 300 pounds. After that, happy to be alive and ready to change her life, she got back to work. She appeared in the TV show Hanging with Mr. Cooper with Mark Curry, and she provided voiceovers for several characters in Bebe's Kids with Robin Harris. In the 2000s, she made an appearance on the show Reba and Ally McBill. But see, she also had to file for bankruptcy for the second time. The first time was back in 1995. Now, also during that time, Nell Carter wanted to help her friend Whitney Houston after seeing her interview on TV about crack because she was once addicted to drugs and alcohol herself and she felt what Whitney was going through. But after reaching out to Whitney, she never heard from her. And on January 23rd, 2003, Nell Carter collapsed and died at her home in Beverly Hills. Her body was discovered in the bathroom by her son. The Los Angeles County Coroner's Office ruled her death to be from heart disease and complications from diabetes. Reports say that she only had $200 in her bank account and was a million dollars in debt. At the time of her death, she was in rehearsals for the musical version of the movie A Raisin in the Sun called Raisin. She was 54 years old. R.I.P. Nell Carter.